0: Coming up on Studios America, Jim Dement joins me in studio to give me a senator's perspective on the state of the nation. It's been over 20 years since the September 11th attacks, but I have another statistic about that terrible day that will make you feel incredibly old. And Joe Biden kicked off his cross country trip to plug his giant infrastructure bill. We can only assume the travel costs were bundled in as well with the climate crap. So let's do Biden's trillion dollar tour. Stu does America. You know, when like Taylor Swift or U2 Rolling Stones go on tour, they can generate some big numbers, but nothing like Joe Biden. Joe Biden is on his trillion dollar tour. I wish it was only one trillion dollars. It's actually a heck of a lot more than that, and more is coming around the corner. Uh, But he's not generating the money, he's spending it. (laughs) And that's kind of the way the trillion dollar tour works. You go around the country and you tout yourself and your accomplishments that honestly, let's be honest about this here, really were given to Biden by Republicans. Now, some people will give them credit for that. I give them blame. Mm -hmm. I'm not at all impressed that uh, Republicans can come along to spend more of our money on God knows what. But Joe Biden is going to go across the country just like any of the bands that we talked about. You know, when U2 goes there, they, you know, they play with or without you. When Joe Biden goes and he stands in front of a bridge to give you a little speech about the infrastructure bill, he's going to play his greatest hits, too. Here's one of the classics.
2: Do you know what else that really angered me? Take a look at what's happened over the last 20 years. The backbone of this nation has been hollowed out. Mm hard-working middle-class folks. Oh, yeah, middle-class. If I hear one more person tell me how Wall Street built America, I think I'm gonna, anyway. Good sentence. But seriously, the middle-class built, built, built this country. Built, built, built. And they've been left out. Trickle-down economics does not work. Pretty well, before. to rebuild the economy from the bottom up in the middle is out middle out is what i wanted to do of the listed billionaires in America, you know how much money they made in the last four years? How much one trillion dollars? Oh my gosh I'm a capitalist. You want to be a billionaire and a millionaire. That's great. You're good not for you, sir But pay your fair share Why do you always whisper that line? 400 corporations, 550 corporations in the Fortune 500. Wow, more than- Guess in, what? More than 500 corporations. I misspoke, 55 oh. corporations. Okay, 50. the Fortune 500. <laughs> paid $40 billion last year. Okay. Did not pay one single penny in taxes. Mm-hmm. Who knows who pays it? Y'all pay it,
0: as they say in Southern Delaware. Y'all do. Oh, gosh, I mean, could it be any more tedious? Yes, the old pay your fair share shtick. one of his greatest hits as he goes on tour across the country. One of the, a couple things in there that I will give you. First of all, yes, there are less, you know, there's fewer people in the middle class. It's true. If you look at the statistics over time, the middle class, we have hollowed out the middle class at some level. Um, the issue with it is they've all gone to the upper middle class. In fact, that's where people are moving. They're moving up the income chain, not down it. Uh, so when you say people left the middle class, that sounds bad until you realize where they went. And then it sounds pretty good. Hmm. More $100,000 households in this country now than ever before. Uh, that's a positive thing, I thought. But, of course, we have to constantly uh, attack our own system. Uh, the pay your fair share thing, and I'm a capitalist. He's been rolling this out a lot lately. Does anybody believe this guy is a capitalist? Uh, we know he likes money a lot. I mean, we've seen his, his interactions with foreign countries and his son but he's not a capitalist at all. And we did do an entire show. I won't bore you with all the details. We did do an entire show on the tax situation where they say these corporations didn't pay taxes. You're going to be stunned to hear it's not true. Uh, but I'll leave you to go back to that show. All of our shows, by the way, are on YouTube.com slash Stu America. You can always go back and watch them. Um, we did learn from uh, Joe Biden that bridges are apparently responsible for all sorts of things. We know their infrastructure, we know they're crumbling, but they're responsible for all sorts of really fun, weird things.
2: The people of New Hampshire, the concerns that are discussed around our kitchen tables, this isn't esoteric, okay. this isn't some gigantic bill it is, but it's about what happens Wait, to ordinary is?
0: people. I thought you said it was
2: Conversations wasn't. around those kitchen tables that are both profound as they are ordinary. Mm. How do I cross a bridge in a snowstorm? Driving what happened? No, I am Then think about it. Okay. You know, you're in a situation. What happens? If the bridge collapses and there's a fire on the other side. Wait, it's going to take 10 miles longer to get to the fire. Oh, People my. People can die. I mean, this is real. This is real stuff.
0: So making sure I understand. So there's a snowstorm going on and a fire at the same time. And then the bridge collapses. I mean, this is a bad day. This is a legit. I don't know if there's any bill that can solve a series of problems like that. But apparently, who knows? Um One of the pitches here, of course, is climate related as well, as it always is, right? You can't ever just have a bill. You have to tie in racism and climate to every single thing that they say. One of the fascinating parts about the climate part of this, of course, is right after traveling with hundreds of people overseas to talk about the climate, he is now going to travel around the country and have other people travel to come see him speak about the climate and emit how many... How many tons of CO2 to get that job done? It, it almost seems and this is a crazy thing. I'm going to throw it out there, but it almost seems as if they don't actually mean what they say. Crazy idea. You tell me. Here's Joe Biden talking about building back better.
2: You know, we promised that that we couldn't just build back what we had before. We had to build back better. And that's a that's a an environmental requirement. Now, highway gets washed out. You can't build it back to what it was before, which used to be the measure. You got to build a couple feet higher, because even if we gain control of the climate, we're still it's not going to go back to what it was before. It's not going to be that
0: way. Got to build it higher and higher and higher. It just seems like maybe um, the jobs. The money, the support he gets from distributing these trillions of dollars all over the country is more of the goal than any bridge building. Um, he did talk about the Ferry Bridge and gave us a very fascinating history lesson.
2: For example, the, the Pemi Bridge here. Okay. You just wa- I just walked across. Opened in 1939. Okay. 20, excuse me, 82 years ago. 20 or 82 years? This may not seem like a big bridge, but it saves lives and solves problems. Okay, it's right there behind you. Let me tell you why. Businesses depend on it. Okay. Like the local propane company or the sand and gravel company or the logging trucks. or the Public services depend on it. Now you're for logging? Wastewater trucks. Cross it every day. It's essential to Woodstock Fire Station about a quarter of a mile away. Without this bridge, as I said earlier, it's a 10-mile detour just to get to the other side. And I know having had a house burned down with my wife in it, and she got out safely, God willing, but, but having a, a significant portion of it burned, I can tell 10 minutes makes a hell of
0: a difference. It makes a big difference. Now, of course, we want to make sure that fires uh, get put out. But uh, these examples, they go to the most extreme examples possible. I'm surprised he already threw in the snowstorm last time. Where's the tornado? Why didn't he say there was a tornado and an earthquake going on at the same time? What kind of infrastructure spending can we get to solve that problem? I hope you, you all know. And by the way, can someone make sure the fire extinguishers are, are ready to go at the White House? This guy's got some issue with burning houses. He keeps bringing it up. I'm a little concerned. I want the White House to stand. Um, of course, this goes to more than just the supposed problems they're solving. This is a way to buy votes. This is a way to funnel money to unions and funnel money to his supporters and uh, hopefully get them to lock in their support to the Democratic Party forevermore. Uh, and he kind of he, he let you a little bit behind the veil during the speech launch.
2: This means jobs, mm. jobs for folks making these upgrades. OK, just made it create thousands. Uh, excuse me. So up to t- uh, two extra two million jobs wow. extra a year oh. and up to 16 million jobs oh. <laughs> nationwide. Wow. Good-paying jobs, union jobs, jobs you can raise a family on, jobs that can't be outsourced.
0: Wait, so it's either thousands, 2 million, or 16 million. One of those is really good. One of them not quite as impressive. Uh, but somewhere in there, somewhere from a 1,000 to 16 million jobs, just find your sweet spot, uh, and, and, and you figure out what you want to believe on that one. Um, it, can you outsource jobs? It's funny because... Here's a guy saying you can't outsource these infrastructure jobs. But who is going to be first in line to tell you that people coming over the border illegally can do them here? It's this guy. This is the guy who's going to have people crossing the border and going to do those construction jobs. And he's going to tell you it's the the wonderfully nice thing to do. It's the humanitarian thing to do to let these people in and not test them for covid and not vaccinate them and have them walk to our work sites and build the bridges in the Build Back Better plan. But we can't outsource them. We instead insource them, which is worse by every measure. But that is, of course, a big part of the plan. We also want to make sure that if you want to stream some TikTok... If you want to get, uh, you you want to watch the latest, uh, you know, Taylor Swift video. You have the ability to do that, and luckily now the government is going to start paying for your ability to stream all your porn, any sort of weird porn site you want to go to. The government is there to make sure you can watch it in crystal clear uh, video quality. Watch.
2: And the law is gonna make high-speed internet affordable and available everywhere in New Hampshire, urban, suburban, rural. Good. It's gonna create jobs laying down those broadband lines. In the 21st century America, no parent, no parent, no parent should no. ever, ever sit in a parking lot of a fast food restaurant to connect to the internet mm. so their kids can do their homework or they can get their job assigned. Really
0: think about it. That's true, no one should sit in the parking lot of a fast food restaurant uh, to get internet. You should totally go inside. It's like it's, right, it's available right inside probably warmer in there you can get some food it's actually what they want you to do the reason they put the internet there is because they want people to come inside and use their services Uh, that's kind of how that works um look if you'd open the schools you don't have to worry about kids uh, (laughs) using the internet at at mcdonald's you just let them go back to school maybe don't put masks on them maybe don't let them go back to school you don't have to worry about this as much this is not uh you Are there a few people in the world, in the country that have issues with getting high speed Internet and um, and have to do it this way? They have to go to a fast food restaurant. I'm sure there are. Right. I mean, like we can't we can't single handedly go through and solve all these problems. But I can tell you this. It would be a lot cheaper to just pay their bills. If they can't afford internet, they can't. They can get access to satellite internet. You can get satellite internet anywhere in the country. Uh, ask freaking Elon Musk, who's building. He's got nine zillion satellites in the sky right now, providing internet all over the country, no matter where you are. And now it's really getting to the point where it's good internet. This is no longer the the old days where you'd sign up maybe through your TV provider. It might not be as good. This the new Elon Musk system is incredibly. Uh, fast. It's getting faster by the day. If you happen to have looked up in the sky and seen, like, I mean, they're visible. You could see like 12, 15, 20 satellites go by in a row. That's Elon Musk. He's up there right now beaming down internet to you. And while that is going on, while that's being built by the free market, we are now going to spend Hundreds of billions of dollars, most likely at least tens of billions of dollars, to bring internet to places that could just sign up to Elon Musk's service next week. Let's we could we could save a ton of money just paying their bills. But will we do that? No, of course not. Um, Joe Biden though does wants to make sure that you know. That uh, you're not going to have your taxes raised. You're not going to have to deal with any costs. As we know, the, the cost of the Build Back Better bill is zero dollars, and he he really brought that home today.
2: No one earning in America less than four hundred thousand dollars will pay a single solitary extra penny in federal taxes. Stop whispering. I wouldn't even let the bipartisan commission include gas tax. Oh.
0: In this bill. Oh. Because that would mean people, cause. working folks, would be paying more money. Yeah, surely that wasn't a political calculation that you didn't want the gas tax to go up. Joe, you're a human gas tax. Have you noticed the prices of gas? You can't make it higher. It's impossible for it to go up from where you've brought it already, except for the fact that you close down a new pipeline every other day. You are the gas tax. Unbelievable. Uh, of course, Joe Biden took a little bit of time to make sure he criticized the country and uh, what a, I mean, pointing out to everyone once again, what a terrible place it's become. For most of the
2: 20th century, we led the world by significant margin because we invested in ourselves. Mm. But somewhere along the way, we stopped investing in ourselves. Okay. We've risked losing our edge as a nation, and China and the rest of the world are catching up, in some cases, passing us. Oh. Our infrastructure used to be rated. The best in the world. Now, this is not a joke. The best in the world. And according to the World Economic Forum, we now rank 13th in the world in terms of infrastructure. Oh, my God. Well, we're about to turn things around in a big way. For example, because of this law, next year will be the first year in 20 years that American infrastructure investment will grow faster than China's, for example. Oh, great. And we'll once again have the best roads, bridges, ports and airports.
0: Have you followed the story? Of China recently Joe first of all the reason they're spending so much on infrastructure is they were building giant ghost cities that no one lived in giant skyscrapers and malls that were just empty no people around they were building them to uh to they were essentially doing the build back better plan is what they did And they built and they built and they built and they built and they they juiced their numbers for several years. And you know what just happened? Evergrande just is in the middle of going bankrupt and missing payments. Their biggest real estate developer who is has more debt than any other company in the world is risking global economic catastrophe because they did what you want them to do. Because they did what you are now trying to get us to do. Except you're bragging about passing them. The place that's building the ghost cities. You are saying that you're outdoing them. That's not a positive, Joe. That's not a positive. Again, we you know people forget this. Oh, infrastructure. Well, of course we need to spend some money on infrastructure. Yeah, we do. Obviously, as a country, I'd much rather see that at the state level, largely. But okay, you know you want to build. You want to build some 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 roads. I mean. Obviously, uh, the, the big libertarian part of me says, you know, there's better ways to do it. We've seen the difference between private roads and public roads, private, private pools and public pools, private bathrooms and public bathrooms, private schools and public schools. We've seen which, which side of the ledger you want to be on when it comes to that, but okay. I got it. You know, this is part of our country. We know we're, we're there, but we already spend a fortune on infrastructure outside of this bill. That money was already being spent. This is just on top of the money that already existed. And nobody talks about that. Um, but it's amazing to just see how Joe Biden sees this country. He sees America as great because we invested in ourselves. That is not why America is great. And he went on this theme as well, talking about why America has has, has been able to stand out all this time. Watch. Think about it. -hmm.
2: Of all the nations in the world, we're the only one, the only nation I can think of Mm -hmm. that has come out of crisis stronger than we went into it. Okay. In America, we've always believed anything is possible. Mm -hmm. Anything is possible. We've got to reestablish that spirit. We've got to reestablish that sense of who we are. There's no limit
0: to what our people can do. There's no limit to what our nation can do. Well, yeah, but the way we do that improve that is not by spending a lot of money on on public works uh, uh, projects. That's not what made America great. America is great because of its people, because of the idea, because of the culture, because of who we are, not because of how much we spend. And that is the biggest issue here. This is just constant churning of cash into friendly projects that wind up doing very little if anything for the country. I mean listen to that quote. There's no limit to what our nation can do. I mean there's no there's apparently no limit to what our nation can spend. And that's the problem here. We don't have this money. This is funny money. We just spent 8 trillion dollars on COVID plus another 7 trillion dollars on fed efforts to fight off the COVID pandemic. Now we're spending another 1.2 trillion plus all of the long-term costs of this bill. And now they wanna spend another 3 trillion more. It seems as if they believe there is absolutely no limit to the amount of money we can throw at projects that do nothing for the almost, the overwhelming percentage of Americans. We're about to find out if there is a limit, because if there is one, we're about to bash our faces into it at about a hundred miles an hour. I will tell you right now, if you know anything about all the craziness going on in the world, you know, it's not too late to start shopping for Christmas. Uh, If you have the holidays coming up, you're gonna get some presents, you want something that's actually cool, something that people are going to really love, let me give you something that I use every day, my Raycon wireless earbuds. With seamless Bluetooth pairing and a comfortable noise-isolating fit, you can start listening right away and keep listening for hours and hours. The audio quality is awesome. Uh, it's just as good as you get from all these other brands, but it costs like half as much. Raycon costs a lot less. They got eight hours of uh, playtime, 32-hour battery life. Listen to, I don't know, an incredible podcast on your Raycons. I've got a whole list of them. Uh, maybe I'll go through some of those later. Uh, there's also a built-in mic. You can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. Go to buyraycon.com slash stew today to unlock exclusive deals of up to 20% off your Raycon order. This uh, is a limited time offer as we get near the holidays. So you don't want to miss this. B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot stew. Buyraycon.com slash stew. Unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. Do it now. Get these things in order. You'll have them in the house. You don't have to worry about waiting for them to arrive and getting nervous that they're not going to get arrive on time. Buy them now. com slash Stu. So happy to welcome Senator Jim DeMint to the studio. He's the chairman of the Conservative Partnership Institute. His newest book is Satan's Dare. It's available now wherever you get your books. Senator, thanks so much for taking the time. Well,
1: Stu, thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me talk about Satan's Dare and all the news of the day. And actually the book relates to a lot of what we're dealing with, which is a bunch of lies from the media. Yeah. <laughs> and the book is about truth and where it comes from.
0: Finding truth, I don't think, has ever been more important or more difficult. Yeah, exactly. um, The book, you, the storyline goes around a couple of pastors, right, that go through a tragedy. Yeah, and have to come through it, and they deal with it in two different ways.
1: They do, one of them becomes the world's most famous atheist, Mm. and the other kind of struggles with God like Job did, but his wife kind of loves him back into the faith, and these two end up in a debate. Science versus the Bible Mm. and everything, and the atheist ends up having to agree there is a God because science says, life and uh, you know molecular structures are too complicated to have happened by accident. But mm. then he said, prove the Bible is true. We'll meet again for another debate. So the book is about that year of research. And, and uh, one of these guys is teaching at a Christian university. He has a group of students who are asking all these crazy questions and theories about what the Bible really means. And it, uh, they're questions that have been on my heart for years. So I'm, mm. I'm asking these questions through these characters and then bringing in the research that I've been doing for really almost 15 years.
0: Yeah, it's a really interesting approach. Uh, Glenn, many years ago, coined the term faction, which yeah. is the combination of fiction and fact, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what you're doing here. Like This didn't start out as you just try- trying to come up with an interesting story.
1: No, no, we've actually Glenn said this was the most important thing I ever written and, 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 and I believe that. Mm but it, no it was i have 6 8 years of working that was just a factual piece that my publisher just said it's just too much in the weeds it's nobody's going to read this and that just we had to create a real life story so these characters are very much like you and me and everybody who goes through this life because you can't get through this life without suffering and tragedy and lots of doubts and betrayal like some of them went through and then they were just asking well why does god allow this why does he why does his, his children have to go through this physical life And the kind of conclusion is, is to answer Satan's dare. In the first Mm. chapter of Job, where Satan dared God to remove Job's blessing and saying, if you remove his blessings, he won't worship anymore. In fact, he'll curse you. Mm. And what we're saying in this is we're all in effect Job. We're going through this life. And when we praise God in the middle of suffering, uh, when we're, when we get together as believers when we help each other uh, we're proving satan wrong and we're defeating him in this great battle that we hear about in in revelations
0: yeah and you go go through some of the really tough questions right that every yeah. i think christian has and you know you know it's always the it's, you know why does god allow terrible yeah. things to happen these things are on you know on the minds of christians and atheists alike yeah. trying to figure these 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 big questions uh, out and you, you kind of go through it in an entertaining yeah, way. Well I,
1: I, I do and it's important to ask those questions and to seek the answers because I think by not asking them a lot of Christians have lost, lost confidence in what they believe. Mm. A lot of Christian churches don't even teach that the Bible is true anymore and of course we teach in our schools that we're accidents of an evolutionary process and, and expect them to believe in, 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 in biblical ideas. But the bridge for me, as someone who's been in politics for 20 years, is—is is this country was was built on the idea that our rights come from God. If we don't believe there's a God, if we don't believe the Bible is true, that He really did create us for a purpose, and that He's—if we don't believe all that stuff, then we have no confidence. And I, I just see on the left, they're trying to make government our God. Mm. They're doing everything they can—not only any American, but any God, because God is a competing authority. and and we're not gonna go out and give up our rights if we believe they came from God, but we will if we think they came from government.
0: Yeah, I think you're seeing this play out, for example, in the Kyle Rittenhouse yeah, uh, yeah. trial right now, where it seems like the media thinks, well, the government said X, Y, and Z, you're not allowed to do these things. Mm-hmm. It's like, the, this: these rights do not come from Kenosha.
1: No, they don't, and he didn't do most of the things the media said he <laughs> right, did anyway. Yeah. I don't think they found any place he broke the law. No. Uh, and uh, he did what I've, I've said before on several interviews. Uh, you know, it, it might have been bad, bad judgment if we look at it from yeah. the outside. But there were millions of us l- looking in at that city burning and say, why did not somebody do something about it? Mm-hmm. Well, he did something about it. Yeah. You know, he went yeah. out there and, and he and I think he just hoped by standing there uh, and that that it would help uh, keep some buildings from burning. Uh, but it turned out that, that they were trying to get rid of it. Yeah.
0: Well, I was thinking this, like I do want people to go and stand up for our yeah. rights. I have a 10 year old son. In seven years, I don't want it to be him. Yeah, yeah, I, don't,
1: <laughs> no. yeah, I don't want to see my grandchildren no. or children holding a, a rifle at some kind of um, a demonstration. But it may come to that if we, if we don't fight the fight where we have it, like at school board meetings now, getting people elected, fixing our election system. There are too many of us who have been sitting on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are too many who don't even vote who are not informed enough, and I think what we saw happen in Virginia is they, the Democrats made the wrong people mad. They made moms mad.
2: Mm. And you tell
1: mom you don't, you don't have any say in what your children learn. they got mad. And that's what I saw last night when we had a meeting here in Dallas of, of parents who wanted to change their school board and been told, to, you know, pat it on the heads and say, you, you just, participate in PTA, but don't be telling us what to do Mm. Uh, there. They were exercised, and that gets me excited. It feels a little like the Tea Party did where all kinds of people were just saying, this is enough. What are these bailouts? Why are we doing the national health care thing? And 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 it wasn't Republican or Democrat. It was just this government's out of control. And I think people feel that now.
0: Well, I want to make sure the audience knows this story. This is a story that um, we we didn't know for many, many years, which was after uh, the Restoring Honor rally in mm-hmm. 2010. Uh, the Senate meets. It was the next Tuesday, yeah. I think it was. And uh, they go through this entire thing. We have 500,000 people, activists, people who care about every issue yeah. Republicans are supposedly caring about. And. Jim DeMint is the only person, the only Republican who stood up for the people who were there. The only one, and this, we found out, not from you, Senator DeMint, many, many years past, We found out in the Tim Alberta book that came out, I think, in 2019. So for nine years, you never told us that story. That story came out. We did confirm it with you last time you were on. And that is something I think that there's a real problem at the core of the Republican establishment, that they don't see these things as positive.
1: I I was sitting there in a meeting the whole time. I think I was just (laughs) vibrating because I think there were more like a million people there. I mean, I, I was the only senator asked to speak. Uh, and I stood up and looked out. And of course, the people were all the way down the mall, but they were all the way out the sides and they were regular people. I'd been mingling all day. They were Republicans and Democrats. And a lot of people yeah. said, I never done anything like this before. They just cared about our country, not themselves. But I sat in this Republican meeting, they went through this whole agenda on Tuesday, the day we got back. And not one thing was mentioned, that there were a million people who agreed with everything we said we believe is public, who came to the Capitol to support those ideas that we cared about. And I just stood up at the end and said, this is crazy. This, <laughs> it, it, this is crazy. And thankfully, starting in 2010 and Senate Conservatives Fund and other things, I start, we started changing out some of the people. But the media and the establishment and the swamp just kind of beat down that whole movement. But I think it's it's still churning out there, just yeah. waiting for the right time.
0: Yeah, and I feel like it is coming back a little bit. Yeah. I think the, you know the school board is a place where it's really visible yeah. with CRT and all the, the, the gender stuff going on there's a part here where I think the American people, and it's not just conservatives, it's it's you know just moms, and it's yeah. just regular people who just say, wait a minute, I don't want to teach my kid that their skin color is the most important thing about them.
1: No, no, you don't, and it'll, it'll create a segregated mindset. This is the backward mm-hmm. way of thinking. If you teach people that, that that this guy hates you, and this is because you're white, or you should be ashamed, you're, you're just dividing people into groups and pitting them against each other, but that's what the Democrat's do. Yeah. They want us in groups. They don't want us as one America. When you start talking about, let's put America first, let's let let's make America one, let's be unified. The Democrats hate that because they can only succeed if they divide and pit each other, pit, pit, pit us against each other.
0: Let me uh, transition here to um, another story going on. This is Sort of related to the old Tea Party days, I feel like, we have a big infrastructure bill that's been Mm -hmm. passed, $1.2 trillion, um, and was passed by, with the help of Republicans. Uh, Joe Biden's going around the country. I I thought climate change was a real problem, but he's doing a big tour all around the problem, traveling around, telling everyone how wonderful he is. We don't have... Another trillion dollars? Do we? I mean, this is this is insanity.
1: No, we we're already projecting more than a trillion dollars of new deficit every year for the next ten years, and mm-hmm. we're close to thirty now. So we're just accepting we're going to have forty to fifty trillion dollars in debt in the next 10 years. Mm. Uh, This is not one, one and a half trillion dollars. It's the Congressional Budget Office, which always underestimates the cost, says it's more like five trillion because they just put these assumptions in that this program is going to end next year and it's, they never end. And and the worst part that these Republicans, they were trying to take money home to their states and districts. And they're the ones who are going to get rewarded by the Chamber of Commerce and their in the media and people wonder why Republicans don't do the right thing is just because there's just not support for it and that's why we started the conservative partnership is just to create a community of people who are trying to do the, the right thing uh, but this infrastructure so-called infrastructure is less than 20% real infrastructure right is um, is going to usher in this next spending bill so these Republicans that helped passed it Past that, we're also helping pass this other thing that could change voting rights. It could change all kinds, you know, federalized elections, some of the things they're trying to do the Green New Deal, I mean, it's a time where we really have to stand up and push back. And hopefully Virginia scared a few Democrats, Mm. uh, because right now they're walking in lockstep except for Joe Manchin. And Joe usually kind of plays along and then gives in the (laughs) end. Yes, he does. I hope they've made him mad enough (laughs) that he won't do it this time. (laughs) They've called him enough names. (laughs) Maybe that'll
0: work, maybe that'll work. Uh, Last one before I let you go. Um, uh, You led what I believe was the only serious effort in the last 25 years Um, for for term limits. Mm -hmm. Um, Senator Patrick Leahy is announced he's retiring um, after eight terms in the Senate. Was there long before you were there? And is there long after you've left? Is there any hope of something like this that's so popular with the American people to come through?
1: It's gonna have to happen at the states first. You're gonna have to have more states pass term limits for their legislatures. Uh, then you'll find these folks are, are. There's more push for term limits at the federal level. Mm. It's it's probably going to take a constitutional amendment, um, uh, it, it, but we could pass a term limit law. I just found that Republicans talk about term limits and they get in office and and they don't do it. But I, I, I term limit myself. I, that's not necessarily a good idea unless like me. I didn't want to stay there anyway. Yeah. And so I terminated myself to six years in the House and I only ran for the Senate because they, they seem to kill anything good that we happened to do. And I thought I'd go over there, but I limited myself to two terms there too. I, it won't solve every problem. And some states like California have it in their legislature and they've been able to finagle around it and just switch positions. Mm. Um, but if we do it right, the Florida legislature um, is term limited. You see fresh young faces coming in all the time and new ideas. And, and they're, they've got school choice and other things. that you th- Texas is Republican, but they still don't get the, the big innovations because they have a lot of the old guys who are just hanging around. Yeah, um, So it's a good idea. I still support it. They pro- probably the only way you'll get it is something like the Convention of State. Hmm. where, you know, 34 states come together and propose that amendment and, and 38 states ratify it, then then it, we would start making progress.
0: Yeah, well, I hope for that one. I mean, it's something that's really popular. 80% of the people yeah, no, support it, it and for some reason they don't run with it. It's I'll never understand. Uh, yeah. Senator Jim DeMint, I told you the story about how Jim DeMint was the only person who stood up for you in Washington, D.C., the only one, literally one, it was him, For that reason alone, you should pick up Satan's Dare. But it's a great book as well about really important uh, things. Thanks, Uh,
1: Stu. Great
0: to be with you. Well, thank you so much, Jim, and uh, make sure you check it out. It's the Conservative Partner uh, Institute as well. And his latest book is called Satan's Dare. It's available wherever you get your books. Senator, thanks so much for coming. Thanks, Stu. So if you're trying to buy or sell a home, you know, these times are, honestly can be really challenging. You need to know where to go, how to find the best neighborhood, how to uh, sell a home for the top dollar value. You know what this market is like right now. It's insanity. People, I, you know, I guess this is what happens when you give trillions and trillions of dollars away. People spend more for houses. And one of the you know, big parts of inflation uh, lately has been housing prices. So how do you know how to manage a transaction like this in the middle of a market like this? You need someone who understands what's going on, and you need someone who lives and dies with this stuff. You need someone from realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck, our, of course, fabulous, fabulous host of the radio program, he came up with this company many years ago and decided— you know what? We shouldn't be just like randomly picking real estate agents based on who we know or who our friends are. It needs to be somebody who really is the best in your area. How do you do that? Real Estate Agents I Trust is how you do that. These people are screened. They're the best in their area. Get the best results. Get more information now at realestateagentsitrust.com. Many of these people are fans of the show. Uh, They can can connect with your values. realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go. realestateagentsitrust.com. One of the interesting things of the COVID era has been to look at other countries and see the really strange things they do. We talked about New Zealand, who was going for zero COVID for a while, which, I mean, I if, guess if you're an island, maybe that'll last for a while. It did last for a while, but now they've given up on it. Same thing with Australia. Uh, and, I, you know, I kind of have this thesis that, like, you go more insane when you're an island country. It's one of the fundamental truths we talk about here on Stu Does America. If you're an island country, you're kind of nuts. I mean, Hawaii just does is an island state. And they were saying, hey, don't come visit us. We're, we, our entire state economy is based on tourism. Don't come because we're afraid of COVID. All this stuff is very strange. However, I might have to expand to this thesis because it's not just island countries that are going insta- insane. My new thesis is all countries that start with A-U-S-T-R go insane. Austria is going insane as well right now. They are having a, an influx of COVID and they are now imposing restrictions for uh, unvaccinated um, people. They're uh, having a rise, uh, you know, although these rises all, I don't know if anyone notices this stuff anymore, but the rises all seem to be less damaging than they were before, which is good, right? I mean, you know, I mean, especially considering... I don't know about you. I mean, I can only speak for Texas because this is where I live. Although I have traveled to many other places. You know, lately I've been in Chicago and I've been in Florida. Uh, I've been uh, North Carolina, a few different places and I've noticed this everywhere. Uh, Vegas as well you know, look, yes, sometimes these places have restrictions on the books. That doesn't mean that people are paying attention to them. You know, I mean, I, I think we're at a point now where people are generally speaking, living their normal lives, with the exception of maybe some really blue areas of California and such. But even in states like California, I think people are just ignoring the stuff at this point. So it's hard to really compare uh, this year with the previous year. But we are seeing uh, much less, uh, fewer deaths. And, and and even though sometimes the cases tend to rise up uh, you're seeing a lot less when it comes to deaths and hospitalizations and of course I mean look that's what we're supposed to care about right we're at this point where we have a million treatments we have vaccines we have all this stuff you choose to take them or you don't but it's your risk and you should be able to live with that risk Austria is saying no not you cannot live with that risk we're going to control that risk for you they are now uh, having a 10-day stay-at-home Uh, uh, basically a shutdown the old school shutdown but only if you're uh, unvaccinated it does have um, numerous exceptions those targeted can leave their homes to go to work school or university to shop for groceries to exercise to go to the pharmacy to (laughs) visit religious services to meet close friends or relatives or walk uh, walk a pet or simply take a stroll okay i've now reversed myself on this story after reading all the exceptions that's just normal life what else do you go out for (laughs) that's all the things Like, hey, you have to stay at home unless you're doing something you might do. Uh, So, okay, maybe that's not as bad as I thought. We are at a weird place with the COVID thing. I think we're finally settling in. I mean, I read a story in The New York Times the other day that was saying, like, look, we're at the place where we just need to stop worrying about this and realize there's some risk associated with this. And we need to move on with our lives. I mean, when The New York Times is saying it, I think we should all just get on with our lives. are you familiar with the pie cake the pie cake in is i believe it's a pecan pie uh, then has some buttercream frosting then a pumpkin pie then some more buttercream frosting then a spice cake and then it's all enclosed in more frosting so you're biting in you're eating two pies and a cake at once you might think to yourself that doesn't sound all that healthy that's why before the pie cake arrives at your home you need to have, I don't know, a built Bar every once in a while. Bilt Bars are 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar, plus they're packed with protein. So now, when you're in the pre-Thanksgiving era, when you can do a little pre-burn, get ahead of the game. So you go into Thanksgiving feeling like you don't, uh, you don't look like a blimp. You know, this is, this is basic physics here. <laughs> this is exactly what you're supposed to do. Plus, if you want to have maybe on uh, the day after Thanksgiving, you're having the leftovers. You want to have instead of another piece of pie, it's going to be a nice big piece of pie cake, and have a built bar. It's delicious, and it's going to—it's not going to have the cost of the pie cake. And, uh, Built.com is the place to go. Use the promo code Stew15. You'll save 15% off your first order. Have you tried these things yet? I've been talking about them a lot. You should try them. Built.com. The promo code is Stew15 for 15% off. Built.com. All right, this is going to make you feel really old. I'm telling you in advance. I'm letting you prepare yourself. Maybe you don't want to know this fact. Maybe you just want to turn the volume down. I'll give you a couple seconds. Okay. Since 9-11, there have been about 7,370 days. Okay? About that many days since 9-11. That is the same number of days between the end of World War I and the beginning of World War II. (laughs) That's how long ago 9-11 was. The end of World War I, the beginning of World War II. Doesn't that seem like that was like a century? No, it was 7,370 days. By the way, that comes from a guy named Adam Kuyper, uh, who I'm not, I, I don't know anything about him, but I do hate him now. <laughs> no, I don't know. He seems like a nice guy, I'm sure. But it, I, it's, that's just absolutely depressing. By the way, um, speaking of kind of throwbacks, McDonald's is doing a little uh, gimmick. They're going to be giving away the Egg McMuffin for 63 cents That is on Thursday to celebrate the 50th birthday of the Egg McMuffin. Uh, That was the original price, 63 cents. And I will say, and this is a little controversial, you come here for the controversial stances, don't you? Sometimes you just have to tell the truth. And here's the thing. These little gimmicks they do at fast food restaurants, I hate them. I say, why would you hate a 63 cent Egg McMuffin? It's a good question. But here's the thing. It screws over all of us really dedicated people. People who show up to McDonald's every single day to stuff their face with whatever they'll throw down their gullet, whatever they can. Okay, I am happy to pay the three dollars for the Egg McMuffin every other day. And then when I go on Thursday, you know what's going to happen? There's going to be a long line running around the block and I'm not going to be able to get my Egg McMuffin for three dollars because everyone else. All these freeloaders are there for the 63 cent ones. I don't need your free taco days. You know, look, I I don't I'm not uh, Bill Gates here. I'm not Elon Musk, although a lot of people tell me I do look like Elon Musk. However, I'm not Elon Musk, but I can afford the three dollars for the freaking egg McMuffin. Okay. look, if (laughs) we need to solve some problems in this country, we want to build back. We need to build back better. That means getting rid of the 63 cent McMuffin days. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you, America. You might say, oh, that's a little bit elitist. Yeah, it is. When I want my food, I don't want all these peasants. In line at my drive throughs okay? All these little people getting in line for their 60-cent freaking McMuffins. Give me a damn full-price McMuffin. Back in a second. Well, as we wait for the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, we know we're about to see all of our cities burn down once again. And that's going to be a lot of fun, uh, especially around the holidays. You know, that's what I really like it. That's why we do have the It's Not a Riot, It's Just a Mostly Peaceful Tree Lighting. Uh, the mug, the t shirt, the sweatshirt is available now at stewdosmerch.com. By the way, right now, doing a deal, 20% off all the merch, everything in the store. off right now if you use the promo code STU20 when you're checking out. Do I care if you use the promo code? Do you want to give us 20% more? You can, but you don't have to. STU20 will give you 20% off all the merch. Santifa Claus is there for the holidays. The perfect ugly sweater and so much more. StuDoesMerch.com.